Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Shauna Williams started Once Upon a Party, an event entertainment services that brings the party to you. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Shauna, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. Thank you for having me. I love seeing how busy you've been. I feel like you completely transformed your business in COVID. What has the last year been like for you in your business? I call it survival mode. (laughs) Sounds appropriate. Sounds appropriate. Uh, For people who aren't familiar with Once Upon a Party, tell us what you do. Uh, So Once Upon a Party, from the beginning is an event entertainment service business, like you had said. Uh, I specialize in face painting, balloon twisting, glitter tattoos, anything or any event that has children present, sometime only adults, we've had a few of those, uh, but we bring the fun and keep children and families entertained uh, for whatever their event may be where you know they just want some added entertainment to have a good time. Well, and it's possible people have used your services and not even realizing it. Exactly. Because you had the big face painting booth at the State Fair a exactly. couple of years ago mm-hmm. in the circus tent. Yep. How fun was that? I'm sure it was exhausting. It was the most fun and the most exhausting. Yes, it was um, very disappointing when we couldn't return last year and do it. Uh, we were very sad uh, because it was that much fun. We had just the best time. Uh, we were there 17 days straight open to close um, and we have so many families came from near and far uh, very fun to hear the stories uh, really fun to have those families call me and say hey we had you paint our children's face at the fair we want you to come out for our birthday party uh, so that's really rewarding when that happens uh, but yeah it was like I said, we were there all day, every day. We would try to sneak in a break to use the restroom or go grab a, a yummy bite to eat because fair food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I limited myself to one treat a day, so I didn't gain 50 pounds oh, that's during a good idea. those two or three weeks. Uh, but it, it, we went nonstop, but it was so fun. And when we're talking face painting, we're not just saying you're putting a smiley face on a kid's <laughs> cheek, right? I mean, these are works of art. Right. And we blow people's minds sometimes because when they hire us, some people don't really, you know, scroll our social media or look at our Facebook or Instagram pictures to see what we're capable of. So when myself or any of the other artists who help me out show up and they see what we do and poof that glitter on, they're like, wow. <laughs> It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And what an amazing experience, not only for the kid, but the parent, too. Yeah. Right? To be able to provide that for their child or grandchild or niece or nephew or friend, whomever it might be. I'm always thanked profusely. And um, even during the time where I did zero marketing, didn't even have a website, didn't do any type of any advertising at all. That word of mouth and my repeat customers, I mean, that was more than enough at that time. And that just spoke to the brand that I had built for myself and the relationships I had built with these customers over time because I didn't even need to do any of that. It just it spoke for itself. And I was um, 
hired based upon referrals or just I have families that I have worked year after year for and that's it's so exciting to watch those kids grow up. So you launched your company almost 10 years ago now. I did. Let's fast forward to 2020. Mm -hmm. In March, we Mm -hmm. find out that the world as we know it is shutting down. Yes. Which means you can't go to parties anymore. Not at all. (laughs) What was that like for you when that kind of hit you like a ton of bricks? So the scary part for me was what was going to happen when this ended. And... I had just closed another event venue I had had open for three years and was going full force 2020 with Once Upon a Party. I was going to build it back up, do that advertising and marketing and really um, fine tune my talents and skills and just build upon what I have already uh, put out there and add to my services. And then that happened. So obviously not what I was planning for the year. Um, but like I said, I was fearful that people would forget who we were during that shutdown, which, of course, we had no idea that it was going to be as long as it mm-hmm. has been. So that's where I just kind of came up with some ideas to keep my name, my business on their minds, on their lips. So when it was done, they remembered to call me. <laughs> so talk about how you innovated. What did you come up with? So. Along with just the fear of being forgotten, the cancellations started coming in. And it broke my heart that these children were going to miss out on their birthday parties. And I was a teacher for many years. I know how those little minds work. They don't understand Mm -hmm. what a pandemic is. They don't understand, you know, a lockdown and you can't do anything. They just know they're missing out on a really fun birthday party that they're used to having. And so what I wanted to do was create a way to still still celebrate them, but at home with their families privately. So I uh, actually pulled upon an original idea I had when I launched several years ago, and it didn't take off then, Mm -hmm. uh, called Birthday in a Box. And I basically put it out there that I could deliver to your doorstep uh, a box full of activities, some paper goods, party hats, some balloons. So they had this giant gift to open on their front porch. Because how fun is it to get yeah. deliveries, especially as a child, wrapped up with a giant bow. And then open it and have that fun stuff in there. And the reason I included those items was because we couldn't go to the stores. You know, and we yeah. didn't want families dragging their children to the stores and touching everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I took on that role and or ordered things and had them delivered. Um so that they could still be celebrated. Um, That kind of changed into, I had many parents that said, can you, we don't really need the paper goods. Can you just fill it with activities because my kids are so bored. Yeah. So it it kind of transitioned over time just based on feedback from the people who were ordering. They really just wanted a giant box of stuff for their children to do to keep them busy. And I completely understood that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's how we got through and the response was overwhelming. Uh, my entire living room, dining room turned <laughs> into a toy factory yeah. and there was, there was a princess table and a superhero table and, uh, you know, just all these different themes of things I would pull to put in these boxes. I felt like an Amazon picker just pulling items to go. Um, and I would ask parents, you know, what are your kids into? I want to match their interest. I would personalize things with their names on it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just whatever I could do to help bring a smile to their face. And I'll just never forget those first few deliveries I did that I teared up because the kids were so excited to get something. Oh, yeah. 
I think sometimes we forget about that too. Is yeah, that the mental part? Mm-hmm. You know, we th- we talk a lot about the businesses and how it affected businesses, but we yeah. forget about the emotional and the the mm-hmm. mental. I mean, my kiddo's birthday, mm-hmm. uh, April fourth, mm-hmm. right? So he didn't really understand right. why he didn't get a party. Right? right? Like, why are we just talking to people on a computer? <laughs> and for you to be able to provide that, mm-hmm. I mean, what a blessing yeah. for parents. And it wasn't just Indiana either. You ended up shipping out of state too, right? I did. Um, after things started um, loosening up here around July 4th last year, my orders primarily came from east and west coast. Uh, because you got to remember those the wildfires in California. Mm-hmm. Those families were so affected by that they couldn't get out to get things for their children, and so they called on me and had me ship deliveries out there. So that was really meaningful to me that I could help play a part so far away um, and still bring a smile to a child's face, which in turn brings a smile to the parents' face mm-hmm. that that they're able to do that for them. So yeah, that was that was crazy the amount of out of state requests that I have received. Shauna, was party planning something you've always been into, or what did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> Not at all. Um, I had no idea I would grow up to be a face painter. Uh, when I was really young, elementary school, I actually wanted to be a teacher. Uh, I wanted to know what they wrote in their grade books. I wanted those <laughs> special pens and stickers and all the supplies they had. Uh, so I definitely always, always, always wanted to be a teacher. Uh, and as I grew older, I, I loved art. I loved all types of art in high school. It was four art classes a day. I was going to go to a big art school, Chicago or RISD or SCAD. I, just, I mean, I wanted all of them. <laughs> um, and then my junior, senior year of high school, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Um, so I narrowed it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to IU uh, because I didn't know it for a long time, but they have an amazing program there, a couture design program. Um, I ended up only going there one year, came back home to go to school uh, at IUPUI, and had to change my major. It wasn't offered here, of course, and that's where I decided to go ahead and pursue that education because I knew I couldn't be a teacher without a degree, but I could always do art without a degree if I wanted to or do something with that later. Uh, So my degree is actually in early childhood education. And so I was a preschool teacher, kindergarten teacher, and child care director for almost 20 years. Really? Yep. So you're not only designing parties because you know how to design parties, you're designing parties because you know what these kids want. Exactly. And so what made you transition from teaching to owning your own business? So I decided the director role wasn't for me. That didn't have anything to do with children. <laughs> that was staffing and hiring and mm-hmm. firing and, and the not fun part of it. Um, Plus, I'm way too nice. I'm not a good boss. (laughs) Um, And then the teaching aspect with early childhood, that's not a typical teacher type time frame. Um, I worked in these schools from like 6 a.m. to 6 Mm p.m. Didn't have time for my young children at the time. So I knew I wanted to transition out of that role. And so I toyed with a couple different ideas. I've always had kind of an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I think in second grade, I drew hearts on a piece of paper and cut them out and sold them for 10 cents. Uh, (laughs) So that was my first business. A couple other things I I put out there. But then on Christmas Day, while we were getting ready to for the day's festivities, I just I had this epiphany. 
I can, I can plan children's parties. And so this was before major social, this was before social media, the internet. Well, I mean, I think we just had gotten a computer and, you know, websites and things, 2010. And I thought, I can do this. And uh, there was the Indie Moms website then. I think mm-hmm. it was, uh, what did you call those? When it had like, like a just, blog, like yeah, a community forum yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was more of a community forum. And I booked my first party from there. It was a Justin Bieber party. And the mom sent me the invitation and everything. And I love that she did because I still have it. And that's how I always remember my my birthday of Once Upon a Party because that was my very first party. So that's how it came to be. And um, it took a few years, obviously, to to really get it off the ground. So I continued to work a a normal full-time job and did, I started out by doing friends and families and people I know, parties Mm -hmm. for them. Uh, then people started requesting face painting. I'm like, oh, I can do this. I was going to be an art major. I can do this. It was horrible at first. <laughs> it was absolutely dreadful. I can't believe I charged people for what I did back then. But it grew to what it is now. So, yeah. Shauna, what motivates you to keep doing Once Upon a Party, to keep running this business? I, I'm just a creative person, and the ideas never stop. <laughs> And so I can't stop till I see most of them come to fruition and see how they actually play out when they're actually put into place. Coming up, the challenges and successes Shauna has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Hello, listeners of Local Matters. This is McFarling Foods, and you know, 2020 was quite a year. McFarling Foods was there through it all because McFarling Foods is serious about partnership. We are in this together. That's what it's all about. We care about what's best for your business. How can we help? And McFarling Foods is a partner to local independent restaurants because, hey, anyone can sell you food. Wouldn't you rather have a partner? A partner who's invested in this same community. McFarling Foods. We're local. This is our home, too. It's where we live, where we work, and where we raise our families. See, nothing's more important to us than our community and our neighbors right here in central Indiana. Oh, and we are very proud to be an Indiana original. For more about McFarling, go to McFarling.com. That's McFarling.com. We've been chatting with Shauna Williams of Once Upon a Party, who started her business delivering birthdays to you in June of 2011. 
Shauna, what's been the hardest part about being a business owner? Oh, being my own boss. <laughs> uh, holding myself accountable and sticking to a schedule and getting things done when I don't have a, a hard timeline or time frame. Um, just making myself do the things that need to be done, not putting them off. <laughs> well, and you have a very fun personality, right? Do you have a challenge with putting off things that aren't fun? Yes. <laughs> like, I think a lot of like people accounting. can relate to that, which is why I ask. Like, I think a lot of people, especially yes. when you go into business for yourself with more of that creative side, I mean, these are real challenges yes. that people have. I want to create and make and plan. I am a planner. Uh, even my own husband is like, you love to plan, but the doing part. <laughs> I know. Is it that evident? Uh, so, yeah, you know, the, the business side of it. Um, the accounting side of it, I, I call my accountant my superhero mm -hmm. because I just couldn't do this properly and legally without him. Um, but yeah, it's it's those business side administrative tasks, spreadsheets, you know, compiling all my customers and CRMs and and all of those things that, as a creative person, that's not fun. <laughs> What's been the most rewarding part? by far just bringing joy to these families um when kids look at you and tell you it's the best day ever oh, i'm choking up <laughs> i was at a party once and um it was in a rough neighborhood and, I, and all honesty i was a little nervous a very weird setup somebody's backyard and the kids the kids were wonderful um this little girl, I was painting her face and a little tear was rolling down her eye. And I was worried that paint or something got in her eye that I had brushed her. And I said, oh, honey, are you, are you okay? She goes, no, I'm okay. This is just the greatest day of my life. And I had to walk away. <sighs> These were children who you know didn't have much and didn't have experiences like this very often. And that got me. Well, you're creating memories. Mm -hmm. Right? So many people think it's about the stuff. But it's not. It's about the experience. It is. Right? It's about the fact that someone loves them enough to do that for them. Yes. To set that up for them. Yeah. And for you to be kind of the vehicle that they get to do that through is really, really special. Yeah, and that moment was pretty critical for me because I wanted to make sure this was an equal opportunity for all. Um, you know, it's it's not a cheap service. It's not an inexpensive service. Um, there's a lot that goes into what I do behind the scenes, and I don't expect most people to realize that. Um, and I try to keep my services affordable. Um, there are other people in industry or similar industry that say they charge more and, and that's fine. You can, we all should charge what we're worth. But for me, I wanted to make sure it was accessible to just about everyone. And where do you think that comes from? <laughs> that little girl. <laughs> um, also being raised by very frugal parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I do, I just want to make sure that and there's I mean there's so many events I've gone to where it's no holds barred no expense spared um, 
and it, it's not an issue for some parents to pay our fee or, or extra or, you know, have us for hours. And then there's some people who are, oh, we can only have you for one hour. We can, you know, so it, it, we serve all socioeconomic statuses, income levels, all sides of this town, in and out. And all those experiences need to be the same for those children. Shauna, what would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? To go for it. If you have an idea and you've really put the thought behind it, go for it. Um, But along with that, I'm a very go for it person. (laughs) And I may not go about it the right way uh, starting out. Do your research. Talk to people who have done it, been there. Um, Hire professionals. (laughs) Um, you know, when I started out, it was like, oh, I have this idea and I'm going to go do it. And I did it. Um, and obviously that's worked out well for me, but I did have to backtrack. You know, I had to, um, learn how to make money, how to manage money, how to learn if I was making money or losing money. Um, the network of people I have come to know through the years, their referrals are just hiring me themselves. Um, that word of mouth is invaluable. Um, yes, hiring professionals. That was probably, I, I was scared to. I uh, thought I couldn't afford it. And just did things by the seat of my pants without, and that comes from being a creative person too. I just want to do it. And like I said, I'm a planner, not so much a doer. So when I feel like doing it, I need to do it right then. So surrounding yourself with the people who can help you. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Why does supporting local and being known as an Indiana original matter to you? Well, kind of like I was saying with building that network, it is a network. It's people that you group yourself with and surround yourself with who can help one another They've had the experience, they're in your area, they're in your market, and it just gives you a level of credibility, I think, that comes along with being a part of a group like that. Besides IndianOriginals.com and our app, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? OnceUponAPartyIndy.com is the website. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is O-U-A-P. Indy, I-N-D-Y, and pretty much in every single mom group on Facebook. A lot of mom (laughs) groups, yeah, yeah. I appreciate all that support. Awesome. Well, it has been great having you as a member. I love seeing what you do, and you constantly reinvent things, and it's just been really, really fun to watch your business grow over the years. Well, thank you very much. Shauna, thank you for being our guest today on Local Matters, and thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. It has been my pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Originals, Indiana.Gifts, and McFarling Foods. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana Original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about why Local Matters at IndianaOriginals.com and on our app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network.
Download the Indiana Originals app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. And check out indianaoriginals.com.